People are interesting, complex, yet simple creatures. And in describing people, we peel back a person's mask, overlook the judgments that they may have against them, and get a glimpse into why they are the way they are. Some might call it a character sketch, but here it's just describing a person. This is a work of fiction, or is it? Having a common name, but uncommonly spelled, seems to be more shocking to people than if you have a name they've never heard before. <sighs> Believe me, I should know. As does Bertie Carter. Let's set the scene at a cafe. There are a few people in line behind Bertie, and she orders a regular drip coffee. The barista is the kind of tall that tends to bend down to be able to hear anything us shorter people have to say. He has a blonde, almost handlebar mustache. Rose and ivy tattoos color up his arms. He punches in the order and asks for her name. Now there are two types of baristas. The ones that really don't care what your name is and write whatever they want. And the ones that probably should work for the government or something because they have to spell it correctly even though the cup is going to be thrown away. Handlebar hesitates after she tells him and Bertie can tell right away he will be the latter kind. He asks whether it's spelled with an E-I or with a Y, and she tells him just an I. He stops, Sharpie hovering over the cup, looks up with an expression of confusion. Like B-E-R-T-I, he asks, his groomed blonde eyebrows pulling together slightly. There's this beat in time, this pause when Bertie has to decide whether to say nothing and nod, accepting his statements of surprise and how unique it is, him writing it out with a sense of pride because he thought to ask, or to say, well, actually, it's B-I-R-D-I, and she does. There's this split moment of this pulling silence, like when you encounter something so wrong and unusual. You have to gather your thoughts and feelings about it before you can move again. That is the expression Handlebar had. Like a bird. Birdie, he asks. A mocking smile strains at his lips. Yep, like a bird. He asks whether her parents were hippie artist types or is it a nickname, short for Roberta? They were not. But so many times she is tempted to lie and say they were, or that yes, it is a nickname. But the truth, no, brings more world reevaluating silence. And so Handlebar writes it slowly, like he's learning a new word, and it's so foreign he must write each letter with care. He eyes her over the rim of the white cup, like judging her saneness by her appearance, which Birdie has learned from her last boyfriend, appearance does not exhibit saneness. She tries to imagine what Handlebar might see. Her father has described her as sturdy, but she describes herself as squarish. Her hair is shoulder length, brown and straight, emphasizing her square theme. 
she wears a t-shirt that says Portland, Oregon with pine trees. It's tucked into her shorts. The more she imagines herself, the more she feels like she's a cluster of squares walking through a round and circular world. She takes her wallet out of her boxy purse and pays for the drink. Handlebar slides her card, still sizing her up. She takes her card, walks away, overhearing the lady behind her telling Handlebar her name is Beth. Bertie plops down at a table by the window. What if she dressed apart? Flowing silk clothes, flower headbands, sandals, or whatever else children of hippie artists would wear. Look the part, fit the label, all is well. Handlebar calls out her name for her coffee. He slides it over to her, smiling. Next to her name is a drawing of a sideways teardrop with two lines coming out of the bottom. A triangle at the curve of the sleeping teardrop with a dot just on the inside. A drawing of a bird. That's what it is. Handlebar smiles, winks, proud of his cleverness. Birdie catches his name on his name tag. Greg. When someone says their name is like Rosma, the response is something usually about, oh, I don't want to butcher it. Then they repeat it, testing it out in their mouth and the sound, ask what language it is and how do you spell it and moves on. It's not so shocking as a common name misspelled. Rosma, in case you're wondering, is Latvian and it means fruitfulness. And I think part of it is that we feel like it may be an unusual name to us, but deep down we understand that this is a common name and a normal name spelled normally somewhere else, which makes everything okay. People like to be different, to be unique. Part of the reason naming a human being is such a big deal. A name is like a label we give a person. This is who you are. Make it yours. However, we still have this tribal instinct to fit into our tribe, to survive. No one wants to be an outcast. Outcasts die cold and lonely deaths in caves surrounded by crude, insane drawings of cats. Fit in, don't blend in. Be unique, but not too much. Then again, I don't see anything wrong with cats, or drawings of them, or solitude. but. Maybe that's just me. Describing People is written and produced by me, Sarah. The music on this episode is by one of my favorite artists, Ketza. You can check out more of his music on his website, ketzamusic.com. I'll put more info and a link to his site in the description of this episode. And the music in the intro is from the song Metro's Breathing by the artist Costa T. Find out more about him and his work in the description as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe for more. And if you can, please review or rate it wherever you're listening. You can also stalk this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Describing PPL. I'm Sarah, and thank you for listening to Describing People. Stay kind, wise, and beautiful. Cheers. Cheers.